You're listening to the Beauty Business Podcast, and today I'm looking ahead to next year in your business. More specifically, how to finally get organized, not be so kind of all over the place. More than anything, to finally set the right business goals and how to reach those business goals rather than just hoping next year will be better than this one. Let's go. You're listening to the Beauty Business Podcast, now with over a quarter of a million downloads worldwide. Now, this is the podcast for you if you run an independent beauty salon, skin clinic, or spa. I'll help you reach your business goals through simple, practical, and focused business information and advice that I've learned and implemented working with spas and salons over the last 20 years. So if you want more money or more clients for your business, or you'd like a bit more time back for yourself, then you are in the right place. I'll show you exactly what you need to do. And who am I? Well, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I'm your host here on the show. Now, let's get into today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome along. Merry Christmas, if you're listening as this episode comes out. Happy New Year, if you're listening a little bit later, and... I don't know, I guess happy birthday if you're listening much later on. (laughs) Right, so I know you're probably neck deep in festive celebrations in your salon or spa at the moment and probably panicking about Christmas presents when you're at home. But as a business owner, you've got to have given a thought to next year in your business, right? What has that thought looked like? Has it been along the lines of what's going to be different next year or is next year going to be better than this one? Or are you kind of the more positive, more proactive sort and your thought was more like, What am I going to do to make next year better? With the natural follow-on question to that being, how am I going to deliver that? Now, in amongst all of the noise of life that's going on at the moment, people are talking about planning, and quite rightly so. But what if you're new to planning? What if you don't know where to start, what to plan, how to plan, or even why you should be planning and goal setting in the first place? Well, that's exactly what this episode is all about. And it's actually kind of a refresh and an update on episode 46 from about a year ago, where I talked about planning for the new year. This year, as it happens, and you all loved that episode, so I thought I'd revisit it and give you the benefit of another year of learning on how best to plan for your business, how to set those effective goals, and more than anything, how to know what goals to set and how to actually make good on those plans and hit your targets and goals. So in the next 25 minutes or so, I'm going to share with you an incredibly simple approach to goal-centered planning. That's planning that actually gets the results that you want with a specific focus on how to figure out what goals you should be working on in your business, for your business. Even if you've tried planning before and it hasn't really worked for you, or if you've really got no idea where to start at all. And I'll even share with you the super simple way to make you hundreds of times more likely to put those plans into place and therefore reach your goals next year. But before all of that, I want to tell you about something very, very special that I've got coming up at the beginning of 2020, right there in January. You see, planning is a great start. And just in this episode alone, I'm going to help you get better results next year. But what about if there was an event happening that would actually take you through this whole planning process and more, but actually help with some practical skills too, like bringing in new clients to your business in January and February. In fact, strategies that can help you attract new clients all year long are not only that, but help you keep them coming back and spending more money when they do. And what about if that event was online so you could take part from wherever you are without needing to take any time away from your business, from your clients, the ones that you already do have coming in? And finally, what if that event was 
free, completely free, so you didn't even have to spend your own hard-earned money to be part of it. You just get to benefit from the results. Well, that's exactly what I'm inviting you to from the 7th to the 14th of January. Yep, I'm bringing it back. The Beauty Business Bootcamp 2020 is now open for registration. Now, I'm going to be sharing with you everything you need to know to get your year off to an amazing start, but also some skills to help transform the whole year and really finally make it your best year ever in your business. Now, there's no fluff either. It's going to be like a seven-day intensive live version of the podcast, but with video. So much so that we hit the ground running on day one with my best suggestions to bring money into your business fast. And I mean like right away, immediately, things that you can implement and see some results within the week itself. Now, then I'm going to be focusing on really the biggest areas that I know can make a difference to your business within the week and throughout 2020. Now, we're going to look in detail at things like planning, planning your year, plus setting some challenging but achievable goals and how to actually achieve them. A little bit of what we're going to cover in this episode, but we're going to go into more detail. Now, I'm going to show you the most simple but proven results generating strategies that I've been testing this year for finally turning your social media platforms into actual clients and bookings. Now, I'm talking actual step-by-step strategies that you can use pretty much the same day that I teach you them to get you more clients. Now, I'm even going to show you my best ways to set your salon, your spa or clinic up to really make more money all the time for you so that the money worries in your business can finally become a thing of the past. And we're also going to look at your team too. We're going to look at why you need one, even if you think you don't want one, how to get started building a team, tips to recruit the right people, and then how to get your team performing so they're actually helping you build your business rather than costing you time, taking time away from you building your business. Now, we've got loads and loads going on. There's loads more than that. Seriously, this training is something you'd normally have to take time out of your business to go and sit in a hotel conference room and pay for the privilege. Now, I don't want you to have to do that if you can't do it. And I don't want you to miss out either. And it's not just about the training. Now, I'm going to be going live three times a day, three times every single day, once in the morning to get you set up for the day, to pump you up, to give you a shot of motivation, a bit of New Year's motivation, to give you a fun business building challenge as well that you can work on for that day, and to remind you of the topic and what we're focusing on for the whole of that day. Then I'm going to be back later in the day, just as your energy level, energy levels might be you know, starting to drop off a little bit, to pick you back up again, to boost your motivation right back up and get you back on track in case you sort of... I don't know, lost your way, slipped off somewhere throughout the morning. And I'm going to keep you accountable on the challenge for that day as well. And finally, at the end of each day, I'm going to be live again to bring you the full deep dive training for that day and to share your challenge wins from the day and also to answer any questions that you might have. Seriously, if you want to make any changes in your business next year, then you have to be part of the Beauty Business Bootcamp 2020. But a little bit of a warning first, you've got to be willing to make some changes, to take some action. I'm going to help you get the results as much as I can, but you've got to be willing to take some action and put the things in place. So if you want results in January and throughout the year, and also to put some fun back into your business as the new year gets started, just go to salonbusinesssecrets.com forward slash bootcamp right now to get yourself signed up. We'll be getting started officially 
on the 8th of January. There's going to be kind of an orientation bit of get started day on the 7th, but there will be other information that I'm going to be sending out before then to really get you set up and help you get the most out of the week. Now, this is so important. I want you to hit pause now on this podcast. I don't usually tell you to do this, but hit pause on the podcast. Go and get yourself signed up at salonbusinesssecrets.com forward slash bootcamp or click the link in the description of this post or on your device, and I will see you there in January. It's going to be loads of fun. It's going to be exciting, but it's going to get you more organized. It's going to get you more focused, and it'll bring in some more money for you too. Woo! I really can't wait for the boot camp. I had so much fun last year, and I promise you that this year is going to be even bigger and even better. Okay, so back to this episode. Let's get down to some business. Let's get started. Okay, so Everyone wants to have an amazing next year. Everyone always wants next year to be bigger and better and and brighter and whatever it might be. So maybe last year you made some plans. Maybe you didn't. Maybe your plans were more like kind of general ideas or daydreams. And maybe they never quite even made it onto paper. And now 2019 is almost done. So how did you get on? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, then I'm guessing it didn't quite go to plan, or it could have been a little bit better. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring this episode to you now, a couple of weeks before January, so that you can start to do the real work of planning, the bit that I'm going to get to in a second, that most people leave out of their planning process entirely. You see, most people, when they think about planning, they think about looking forwards. But actually, good planning starts with looking backwards. And what I mean is by looking back at the year that's just gone. Now, at this point in time, I mean, looking back at how things went for you in 2019. Now, even if you got started, even if you started your business in 2019, let's look back as much as you can in your business. So let's start with the facts first, shall we? Okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to grab yourself a piece of paper, grab a notebook, um, wherever you like to keep notes, spreadsheet, anything like that, however your mind works, however you like to kind of um, look at information, write things down, all that kind of thing. So grab a piece of paper or a notebook, something like that, where you can write the answers down to some questions. Now, what I want you to do, I want you to write these answers down in a column. So on lines underneath each other. So write down, or you might need to go and find out and then write down these things. First of all, how much money did you make this past year or this past period that you are looking at this information for? Now, next, how many clients in total did you see? And then I want you to write how many new clients did you bring into your business? Now, that might be a tricky one to work out for you. So however best you can go about figuring that out, write that down. How many new clients did you bring into your business? Now, I then want you to write what were your retail sales for the year or for the period of time that you're measuring? And then I want you to write down, what was your client retention rate for the year? How often did you get your clients back again? And then finally, I want you to write down what your costs were for the year. Okay, so if you've done that right, you should have six numbers or six figures there. I want you to actually have them written down on a piece of paper. It's really important that you can physically sit and look at these in some way. Now, if you're more inclined, write them down on a spreadsheet. It doesn't matter. As long as, you can, as long as you can physically sit and look at those numbers rather than just holding them in your head. So that's the numbers. That's, if you like, the facts. Okay, you can't dispute them. If you work them out correctly, you can't dispute them. Now let's talk about the feelings. Okay, how was last year for you or the last three months or whatever period that we're talking about? Was it a good year? 
You know, you hopefully have the facts listed there, and this might be the first time that you've looked at them in this way, like this, all written down together. So how would you rate each one from one to 10, with one being poor or you're really unhappy with, and 10 being, oh my goodness, over the moon, awesome, couldn't possibly be better. Okay, so this starts to form the basis of your plans for next year. It'll hopefully help you see what you really need to be focusing on in your business. So things that you've listed as a higher number, things like seven or above, I'd say you're pretty happy with. They're going pretty well. Anything below this clearly needs improvement. Now, what this process is designed to do is to designed to help you begin to form the idea of what you should be focusing on and therefore your goals, what the areas you need to pay attention to should be moving forward in your business. Now, next up, what worked well for you last year in your business, okay? Was there anything in particular that you did, an offer that you put on, a new treatment that you introduced or promoted, even um, an event that you held, an incentive, a commission scheme, a loyalty program, a membership option, a package, something that you did in your business, a team member that you hired, uh, anything, something that stands out to you that worked really well for you and that you were really proud of within your business. So I want you to write that down underneath all the numbers that we just went through. doesn't need to be in detail. It's just something so that you can remember it for a little later in this process, something you can focus your mind on. If there was more than one thing, brilliant, write all of them down. Now then, I want you to do exactly the same exercise, but I want you to do it this time with anything that didn't work so well. Was there something that you did or that you didn't do that didn't work out? Something that didn't achieve the results that you wanted it to, that maybe cost you more money than it was supposed to, or just completely fell flat on its face? Did you take the time at the time to analyze it? Was there something that you could have changed that would have made it better, would have made it more effective, would have turned it around? Or is there something that you maybe think wasn't there, that you left out, that was missing from making it the success? And even if it was just something that was a complete fail, a lesson that you've learned and something that you can avoid doing again next year or any time in the future. And remember, when I say fail, remember that failing isn't bad. Okay, I've said this before. Fail simply stands for first attempt in learning. Now, everything in business is a theory, really. It's a hypothesis. Until you do it, you'll never really know. So don't ever see failing as a bad thing. It simply means that you're stepping out of your comfort zone. You're trying something new, something that you've never done before. Maybe that's something no one's done before. And that means that you're in training for greatness. Okay. So based on just this brief look back at last year, you can very, very easily start to form an idea of what a more successful 2020 or whatever next year is would look like for you. Now, I should also say that if you're listening to this episode not at the end of or the start of a year, then there's no reason that you need to wait for a brand new calendar year to actually do this process. Remember, a new year can start whenever you want it to in your business. Now, I want you to write another column of numbers next to the ones that you've already got on your page. So you've got your facts and you've got your feelings about revenue in your business in this past year or the past period that you looked at. Now, I want you to go back over them and I want you to write down a number or a figure that would make you an easy 10 when it comes to your feelings if you were to hit that number for each of those categories in 2020, if that makes sense. 
So whatever you did last year, I want you to, next to that, you should have the number that you gave yourself as how you felt. Next to that, I want you to write down a number that would make you an absolute 10 for all of those six figures that we write, wrote down. So imagine it's 12 months from now, you're doing the same exercise, the one that we just did, and you've written down your facts. Okay, it's time to write your feelings. What's the fact number that would make your feelings a 10 for each item? I hope that's clear what I'm asking you to do. Okay, so I want you to take no more than 30 seconds to consider each number, okay? Your intuition in this kind of exercise is extremely powerful. Now, if a number comes straight to mind, go with it. Even if it seems big and scary and stupid right now, don't try to rationalize it and, and wimp out on me a little bit. Okay, done? Cool. Those are your financial goals for this year. That wasn't so bad, was it? So that took, what, 20 minutes? Maybe it took a little bit longer if you had to go and look up some of the figures from your accounts or your booking software or wherever, but, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever it is, which could transform the next three months, six months, 12 months, even years or more if you did this consistently in your business. Now, to make it even easier, take those numbers and then break them down to a monthly number or even a weekly number. Okay, just divide them by 12 if you want to get them for a month and 52 if you want to get them for a week. Now, it's really difficult sometimes for our brains as humans to really picture a whole year and kind of hold it in our brains objectively. But a week or a month, kind of a bit more easy to do. We tend to, you know, we think about getting paid in terms of weekly or monthly or we're paying our bills monthly. So we tend to be able to deal with monthly figures a bit better. So, if you have weekly numbers, weekly targets or weekly goals, whatever you want to call them, you can track them and you can track them and see how you're doing more easily as you go throughout the year rather than waiting to the end of the year and then going, oh, yeah, I didn't quite make my goal or, oh, yeah, I smashed my goal. So you know me, I'm all about the metrics, the KPIs, measuring and tracking your success and all that kind of stuff. So for more guidance on this, look at any of my episodes or articles on KPIs. I'll put a link to them in the show notes for you. I truly believe that the old cliche that what gets measured gets managed. Or as my wife said, I think I mentioned, I think I may have mentioned this in the pod, last podcast, but as my wife said, what's tracked becomes fact, which I really like. So actually write down those goals, break them down and set yourself the goals for each month or week and then track them, keep on track. And if you find yourself coming off track badly, as in you're not meeting those goals, then what do you need to adjust? Sit down, see what you can do to, to, get back on track again. Obviously, if you're, if you're beating those goals, maybe it's time to actually reassess, set yourself some, some slightly more challenging goals because you're obviously absolutely killing it. But here's where the planning bit really comes in. And it's why it's so important to plan ahead, at least three months ahead of yourself so that you're prepared. But what does it actually look like? How do you actually go about doing this effectively? Well, for one thing, you need to know what promotions you're going to be putting on. Now, I'm using the word promotions very sort of generally here. I'm not talking about, well, I guess I may be talking about offers and things like that, but whatever it is that you're doing to promote your business, to get the word out there to new people, that's kind of what I'm talking about when I say promotions. So what's going to entice people to come to you? What's going to entice people to come back to you as existing clients more often, to spend more money? Then how are you going to actually spread the word and tell people about it? So all of this involves marketing, and this is the one area that it's crucial to be ahead of the game on when it comes to planning. So go back and have a look at those wins that we already noted down earlier on. Those were the things that we looked back on, and you actually, they stood out to you. They're things that worked really, really well. How can you do more of these? Can you simply repeat 
any of those things that you did last year. I mean, why reinvent the wheel if you can use something you've already done? And then can you make them even better? Can you do more of them? Can you do them more often? Anything like that. Now, don't forget to learn from the things that didn't go so well. You know, was something almost a success, but maybe you missed a key element or you didn't have time to get the word out or you didn't get it in place quick enough. Can you fix it and turn it around and make it a success from this year? Now, you know what numbers you're aiming to hit. So have something going on each month, something that's going to make a difference to those numbers that you're focused on and you're trying to improve. Now, if doing this for the whole year seems a little too daunting, then just work on the next three months, work on the next quarter for now. What celebrations, what seasons, what holidays, what events are happening in that period that you can take advantage of, kind of piggyback onto and link your services to? You know, can you create a special package to celebrate a season or an event that no one else is doing and plan your promotion in now and start getting the kind of the, the ideas in place and the wheels in motion? So getting your promotions and your marketing of those promotions planned in advance to make sure that you're ahead of the game means you'll be one step ahead of your competition too. Now, whilst they're all kind of, you know, all over the place and scrabbling has come up with a promotion for next month, you will already have it in place, prepped, planned, your marketing materials out there, bringing in the bookings. So you want these promotions to improve your numbers and enable you to give them a feeling score of 10 at the end of this year. That's what I want for you. But even the best offer is going to fall flat on its face if no one knows about it. So know what's happening when and tell people about it in advance. Now, here is where I want to set you a bit of a challenge when it comes to promoting your promotions, your offers, your events, your services, everything like that this year. Now, I want you to plan in at least one live video to post on your social media channels each week this year. Okay, use one a month to promote whatever your offer is that month, but I want you to do one live video post each week. Three of them, obviously, not being promotional. It doesn't need to be long. Under a minute is fine, but I want to get as many of you comfortable with using live video in your marketing as possible this year. Now, the reason why is because Facebook, YouTube, Google, they're all in agreement that this coming year, around 80% of all the content consumed on the internet will be in the form of video. And the very best way to do this is live video because people love it and the engagement you get from it, the reactions you get from it are huge. Now, you know it yourself. I know it when a little message pops up on my phone and it says, you know, so-and-so person that I follow is live, doing a live broadcast. Join now before it ends. You know, when you see that, it kind of makes you want to go, okay, I want to be part of that. I want to see what's going on. If it's live, it must be something that I need to take part in. So when you see that go on there, we'd all kind of rather jump on there and watch something quick, learn something while it's live, because we might be able to interact with that person. We might be able to ask those questions. So we'd rather do that than go and kind of find our own information on the internet now because we don't know if it's going to be there. We don't know if it's going to be timely. We don't know if it's going to be up to date. We all kind of inherently know now how quick everything in the world works. So if you can see something live, you know it's going to be up to date. You know it's going to be the very latest thing. And we all don't want to miss out on the latest thing, do we? So as a result of doing this, all social media platforms are prioritizing live videos over everything else to share further, to share with more of your people, to get out into the world and people react to them more as well. 
So what this means is live video is going to make it in front of more eyeballs than any other type of post. So if your goal is to use your social media, use your website, use your Facebook group, all these kind of things to promote your offers to as many people as possible, then live video is really where you need to be focusing your attention. So the winners at social media marketing that I think in 2020 will be the ones, again, who are willing to try something a bit different, to to get past themselves, get out of their comfort zone, zones and to do what others aren't willing to do. And even, yes, be willing to fail. But remember, fail means first attempt at learning. And when you're learning, you are growing. Okay. Now, if you're not sure what to do as a live video, don't worry about it. You know, simply take one of the normal posts that you would do each month, one that you'd normally maybe do as a, as a written post or as an image or something like that, and simply record yourself speaking it. You know, use your salon as a backdrop. It's perfect. It gives context, all those kind of things. Record it in your treatment room, record it at your or reception desk, things like that. Now, you don't need any fancy equipment either. Your iPhone or your phone or whatever will do just nicely. They've all got amazing cameras on them right now. You can start small. One thing I would say is make sure you've got some sort of reasonable lighting. Nobody wants to watch someone kind of darkly lit in a corner. So make sure you've got some sort of lighting that you can use to really kind of... Um, catch people's eyes and show your face and things like that. Maybe invest in a little mic. It's called a, a lavalier mic or a lapel mic that plugs into your iPhone that you can just clip onto you because um, it suddenly gives you a lot better sound. If you're trying to take a video from far away, um, you can sound a bit echoey, certainly if you're recording in a treatment room or something like that. So a little mic that can be about £20, $25, something like that. Um, that's a really good investment to, to put on there as well. And another thing that I would say as well, I've been recommending to this, there's a few apps now out there that you can get for phones that work like a teleprompter. Now, if you don't know what a teleprompter is, if you ever see um, any major speech being given, so think of of like a, a commencement speech or a presidential speech or or something like that, you'll see these, these kind of little plastic... Um, kind of like pieces, pieces of glass or plastic in front of the person who's doing the speaking. Now, what they're actually doing is you can't see it, but onto those are being projected the words that that person is supposed to be saying. Now, you can do this in a number of ways, but there are these apps, like I said, for phones. One's just called Teleprompter. One I think is called Big View. We'll try and put the links in the show notes. But what it basically does is it you can write your script, if you like, or what you want to say. And it will appear on your phone, but it will also record you saying it. So you can actually read what's on your phone and it will scroll up as well. So if you've got a lot to say, it will actually scroll up. But your eyes looking at your phone. So the person who's watching it can't see that you're reading, but it just means that you're not having to remember everything you want to say and you don't fall over and stumble and all those kind of things. It just makes doing live video so much more easy. Now, one of the best things that I always tell people to do, if you've never done a live video before, start out by doing a video tour of your salon to start with and just stream it live to your Facebook business page. You know, you don't even have to be on it yourself. You can, you probably need to be talking in the background. It'll be a bit weird if you're literally just showing someone around with, with no sound. So talk people around your salon, just like if you were showing someone around yourself. You know, this will help your clients see your salon. You could do this a number of times. You don't need to just do it once. You could do it you know, once a week, you could take them around the whole salon, but each week focus on a different bit of the salon or a different part of the spa or, you know, talk to a member of staff, something like that. It's a great idea. It immediately puts people at ease because they know exactly what to expect when they come to you. They're already meeting people that you work with. They're already seeing exactly what they're going to get. 
So I want you to do that. I want you to do more live video. Make a commitment to yourself. Do what feels kind of comfortable in terms of the number that you're going to do a month, but I really want you to give it a try. Now, around this same topic, I want to set yourself some dedicated time to work on all these things, on this planning, on the videos, on the marketing, all these things throughout this quarter and throughout the year. Don't leave it to, you know, when you have time, because you may have noticed, but when you're running a business, that doesn't often happen. You don't suddenly find yourself going, oh, I've got some time. I will do some of those live videos now. So plan the time in advance, put it in your schedule and stick to it. Do not let anything invade this working on your business time. It's the only way your business is truly going to grow. Now, I really want you to see planning time as essential time, as essential as being on time for your clients, as essential as paying your bills. Trust me, if you put in the planning time, paying those bills will become an awful lot easier. Now, there's this famous quote that I, I kind of keep coming back to from Abraham Lincoln when it comes to planning, because he said, and I may I may get this slightly wrong, but it's something like, if if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he'd spend the first four hours sharpening his axe. And that's what planning is. It's sharpening your axe, or basically getting yourself prepared and making everything that you do afterwards easier, much easier, much quicker, and much more effective so that when you're doing it, the work isn't so hard. Now, we're not done yet with this because there are a couple of other things that I want you to add to your plan for next year as well. Now, these are the same things that I told you to do last year. If you did them great, I want you to do the same things again. Maybe you can even, you know, go a bit bigger on them. But number one, first of all, before you do anything else, register and attend my boot camp in January. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. Had to remind you about that. Okay, really, really number one. I want you to consider how much time you're going to have off this year, okay? Are you going to go on holiday? Where are you going to go? When are you going to go? For how long? Plan it in now. Get it put in your diary. Don't just sort of have a, a rough idea, but get it put in there. It might move around a little bit, but if you stick it in your diary, it's much more likely to happen. Number two, I want you to plan how much time, weekly or monthly, are you going to work in your business, i.e. performing treatments, dealing with staff, services, selling, anything like that, working actually in your business, doing the work of your business? And then how much time are you going to work on your business each week or each month? Things like planning, things like marketing, things like promotions, bookkeeping, admin, all those kind of things that need doing. Don't just leave them till, you know, when you get home from work because you're never going to be doing your best work at the end of the day when you can sort of squeeze it in. So once again, plan it in now, put it in your diary or in your schedule. It's much more likely to happen when you do it that way. And finally, number three, what is one thing that you're going to do in your business to develop yourself this year? Now, try and make this one not specifically related to what you do. I mean, learn a new treatment by all means. Book yourself on a new technique course or something like that. But also try and do something to develop yourself in some other way. Maybe learn about doing your own accounts. Maybe take an actual marketing course or just plan to get yourself specific time back by maybe outsourcing something that's currently being done by you. Maybe do a course on iPhone photography. So if you are going to do more video like you should, then you can learn how to actually set them up a little bit better in the first place. Okay. If you do this, if you actually write all this down, if you break it down, write it down again for yourself for extra points. And then, and this is the critical bit. This is the bit that's really going to make all the difference. 
I want you to commit to looking at this plan every single week for the next year. Okay, I want you to track how you're doing, ideally weekly, but at least monthly. And I actually want you to give yourself a score out of 10 for that week or for that month. Okay, if you do this, you are proven several hundred times more likely to actually reach your goal, to actually hit the numbers that you want, to do the marketing, to take those holidays, to learn that skill, than someone who simply has a sort of vague idea in their heads of what they'd like to achieve this year. Because ideas plus planning and action, that's the key bit, the planning and the action. So ideas plus planning and action equals success. It's a simple formula. It sounds so simple. But if we only actually put it into place, it really will work for us. And of course, along the way, if you need motivation, if you need inspiration, accountability, ideas, guidance, well, that's what I'm here for. That's what the podcast is for. That's what the Facebook group is for. And of course, that's what the boot camp is for as well. Now, I know I keep going on about it, but this is the best way that I know to get you what you want in 2020. So come and join me. What have you got to lose? Now, that's it. That's all I have for you this week. I hope that's been useful for you. Now, go and do this, okay? Actually do it. Should be like 90 minutes of your time at most to do everything that I've talked about here today. That's 90 minutes of your time to set you up for potentially the best year you've ever had in your business. I think it's worth it and I hope you do too. So that brings me to the end of the episode and actually the end of the podcast for this year. Don't worry, we'll be back again in January, but I know that you've got plenty on over the next few weeks and I still have a lot of work to do to deliver the most amazing bootcamp experience I can for you guys. So the team and I are going to be focused on doing that for the next few weeks. Now, like I said, I can't wait to see you in the Beauty Business Bootcamp in January. So go and get yourself signed up at salonbusinesssecrets.com forward slash bootcamp. Or I'll make sure there's a link in the podcast description and also on the show notes pages as well. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have an amazing time over the festive period. I'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a happy and prosperous new year as well. Bye for me for now.